grand rising and priming powerful beings shout out to you it's the holistic motivator and today i'm going to be talking about relinquishing your ego relinquishing your ego starts when you realize that it's more it's more than just about you it's more than just about what you want it's more than just about your desires it's more than just about building your business everything we do serves a greater purpose so that's when we distance ourselves from our identifications from what we think people think of us and we shift into what we are right what we are here to bring so relinquishing our ego is really when we are pulled by the spirit when we're pulled to a higher purpose we let go of our ego we relinquish it we voluntarily give it up not because it's something that is hurting us but because we realize what we can do on the other side of relinquishing our ego so keep tapping into this episode of ed talks daily as i talk about relinquishing your ego let go <laughs> Relinquishing your ego. What is that all about? Relinquishing your ego. One of the major things that people don't realize is that they operate in their ego, which means they operate in a state of what, what they know themselves as, what they do, and what other people know themselves as. So they really miss out the, the true ability to tap into the creator and get to a state where God is using them into a state where they're not body identified, where they're not status identified, where they're not society identified, where they're spirit led, right? So I'm gonna tap into this, not because I relinquish my ego, but because I realize that God is calling me to relinquish it. And relinquishing your ego does not mean that you have no ego. You don't need an ego to operate in the world, all right? First of all, an ego does not mean big-headed. A lot of people think ego means, oh, this person has an ego, they're big-headed. No, everybody has an ego, right? Let's, let's get that together. Everybody has an ego. And an ego is basically how you identify yourself in the world. It's who you see yourself as, is what you think that you are. I heard a saying that says, I'm not what I think I am. I'm not what they think I am. I am what I think that they think that I am. So a lot of times what we do is we live in a box of a box that, that we think that the box is. So basically we live in a perception of a perception. So we keep trying to live up to the standard of what we think that other people see us as. So when we walk in a room, we don't walk as we are. We walk as people expect us to be. We don't walk as we can be. We walk as they want us to be. And that, that becomes an issue. Or sometimes... And our ego is we, we disassociate ourselves from God, right? We make ourselves we make ourselves better than others, right? And that that literally severs the connection, right, with God, right? So we're gonna tap into relinquishing your ego, okay? So let's just let's get to the fundamental basis to understand that we all have an ego. All right, let's let's get to the and our ego is based on what we identify ourselves as, right? So some people says, I am what I have, right? So I, I am my possessions. Some people say, I am my possessions. So they lose themselves when they lose their possessions. Relinquishing your ego is actually more freeing to you than it is to God. So by that, I mean, you let go of your ego, not because it's gonna make God better, it's gonna make your life better. Because no matter what you have or don't have, 
you will really know who you are. So you may not have this thing, you may not have this house, you may not have this status, you may not have this job, you may not have this this specific, you may not be at this specific place in your life, but you still have who you really are. So let's keep tapping into this subject as I talk about relinquishing your ego. Okay, so let's tap into this. So where is this coming from? I had a revelation the other day of various things to talk about. One of them was relinquishing your ego. If you were listening to the last episode, I talked about receiving, conceiving, and delivering. So today I'm going to be talking about relinquishing your ego. Now, why is it important to relinquish your ego? Because God is about to do so much through and God is doing a lot through you and you are stepping into your being, you may find yourself putting yourself on a pedestal. So you have to humble yourself and know that none of this is really about you, that you are a conduit that this is being done through. So you have to let go of your ego and seek God. Not only do you have to let go of your ego to seek God, you got to put yourself last so you can be first, which means you got to be of service more than you are seeking to get serviced, right? You got to be of service more than you are seeking to get service. Another thing is, it's going to be hard for you to do as God elevates you because you're going to have more fame, you're going to have more influence, and the same favor is what's getting you to flame and influence. So it's going to be very hard for you to do that. So therefore, you got to see your greatness as a representation of what God can do, right? You have to see your greatness as a representation of what can what God can do in your life when you stay faithful. So let's let's understand that greatness is the essence of God. Right, greatness is the essence of God, but we do not worship greatness. We worship God for providing us that greatness. And it's in that praise that we humble ourselves to, so God can continue to use us. Okay? So here are six ego beliefs according to Wayne Dyer. All right? So six ego beliefs according to Wayne Dyer goes as follows. Let's, let's get it. I am what I have. All right. So one of the first things when I says, I am what I have. A lot of people believe that I am what I have, that my possessions define me. Next, I am what I do. A lot of people believe that they are what they do. They are the profession that another person says, my body defines me. Right. That. That everyone that my body defines me. Right. That I'm separate from all. Right. That I'm separate from from different things. Right. So. Those are, the, those are some of the six ego beliefs. I, I'm trying to write them down. Right? My reputation defines me. There we go. I am what others think of me. So let's start over. When Dyer says, I am what I have, my possessions define me, or I am what I do, or that my body defines me, or I'm, I'm separate for all that is. Okay? So I am separate from God. That's another ego belief. Right? And that... There is another one that says, I'm separate from God and my life depends on God's assessment of my worthiness. Those are six ego beliefs. Okay, so we're going to work on dismantling some of those beliefs and then we're going to tap in. Okay, so the other day during Rise and Prime, I, I, I started to set up the ego by talking about first, what is the ego, right? But today we're going to go into it and hope, not hopefully. Like God always does, God will use me for a greater purpose so I can add a lot of value to you. Okay, let's talk about the ego. Now, why am I talking about this? Because this is prevalent in my life. When you know who you are and you know what you are here to do, you have a confidence, right? And that confidence is a, 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 
a sense of self-importance, a sense of self-worth, a sense of value about yourself. So knowing who you are and what you're here to do gives you confidence in you. Confidence is beneficial. Confidence is beneficial. Self-esteem is beneficial. So we need to have confidence and we need to have self-esteem. In fact, a lot of people can use more confidence and more self-esteem. If you're tapping in, please comment something in the chat. This is going to help boost the algorithms. If you're listening, just drop whatever in the chat. Emojis, any anything, right? So we want to get this out because I have a word for people. And of course, we're going to do this no matter what it looks like every single day. And also, if you're watching this, go ahead and share the video to a couple of your friends. Right. Let them know that I'm currently live. And that's also going to help grow what it is that I have going on. OK, so I'm actually going to go ahead and share the video here my, myself. And if you're actually listening to the podcast and you're not watching it and you hear me talk about this, I also just want you to text this, text the podcast to a friend. Right. Let, let them know about Ed Talks Daily and let them know that I have this going on. OK, um, I used to be popping here for some reason. I, I don't know. I think um, TikTok figured out that I'm giving value so they they shadow banning me or something <laughs> but we're gonna do this because they can't stop the anointing they can't stop the anointing they can't stop what God put inside of me and I'm here to release it so one of the major things that I've done I'm doing to humble myself in the process of God elevating me is I say glory to God glory to God that I'm being used to do what I'm doing so let's get into the ego why is it that we have to relinquish our ego because a lot of times our ego separates us from God because we think we're separate from God. Let go of your ego is, is actually a way to get connected to God. Because the more we see ourselves as separate from God, the more we separate ourselves from God. The more we see ourselves separate from God, the more we separate ourselves from God. The more we see ourselves separate from other people, the more we separate ourselves from the God within them. So therefore, what we end up doing is we end up saying, I, this is I am me. This is it's only about me. And we focus on our on ourselves that we, we forget that other people in this life experience are all working together. The more we identify our greatness as better than them and we're in competition with others the less we are in communion with others to build the kingdom of God. So God is asking for us to be in communion with others in order to build the kingdom of God so we can't be separate from the body of God. Because the body of God is not just our relationship with God, but it's our relationship with each other. So if we're in our ego place, the people we need to connect with, we can't connect with them because we, we won't see them, we're going to see their status. The people we, we want to connect with, we won't see them because we, we're going to see their circumstance. The people we need to connect and work with, we won't see them because we might see a temperament. The people we need to get in touch with and grow with, we won't see them because we're just... Go so a lot of times, God will place you around certain people, but because you see yourself separate from them, right? because you, you're operating in your ego place, you're going to let go of the environment God puts you in to grow because now you're going there because you let your ego push you. You let your. Sometimes you have to understand that God will do certain stuff in strategic ways, but you got to not get in the way. So the other day while I'm fasting, God told me, look, I need you to aid. I need you to receive, conceive, and deliver what I put inside of you. And then I need you to relinquish your ego 
because once you receive and conceive and release you're going to you're going to have a lot of influence you're, you're going to have a lot of impact you're going to have a lot of reach and if you operate in your ego it's hard for you to get together and grow with the people that you need to grow with so god is like i need you to re relinquish your ego right there's a there, there's some times in my life where i really think about who i really am right and, and there's something that i'm like yo, and it's like yo I'd be giving prophetic messages. And every time that I think about who I really am, something in my mind kind of humbles me. It's like, okay, I know who I really am, but I, it's like I, I have to humble myself and not really, because it's not really about me. So I'm like, okay, I just got to be who I am and I don't need to let everybody know who I am. I just got to be that. I'm like, how do I, how do I, how do I do that with such, it's like, okay, so how do I be confident yet humble? How do I be powerful yet meek? How do I be? So it's, it's a duality between knowing your the the anointing is the it's a duality knowing the favor it's a duality knowing your power yet being humble and saying God use me in the way that you are right so one of the things that Jesus taught us right and and this is not just a podcast it's a sermon right because when I when I got it it was like okay you're not this is three sermons you're doing so you're gonna hear Jesus a lot so if you don't like the name of Jesus please leave now okay just just if you don't like the name of jesus please leave now right this is a sermon not a podcast okay great now we, we got we got rid of all the people who don't like the name of jesus <laughs> all right all right so basically one of the things that jesus did to show what letting go your ego is is he washed the foot of the disciples right he literally he washed the foot of the disciples like why would a messiah why would a representation of god why would the Son of God wash the feet of his disciples? And he said, if I can do it, you can do it. So am I telling you to go and wash people's corn, whatever they call it, feet? No, I'm not telling you to go wash your physical feet. What I'm telling you is you have to humble yourself because Christ himself says that the greatest amongst us will be, the, our, will be your servant. The greatest among you will be your servant. So since the greatest among you will be your servant, you got to be of service. That's why I wake up every single day and I serve. The greatest among you will be a servant. Therefore, you have to serve. So therefore, every single day, you must not ask, how can I be served? Every single day, you got to ask, how can I be of service? Please stop requesting to be on a live. You can't be on a live. All right. So the greatest amongst us have to be of service. We have to be of service. We have to serve. So every single day, you got to rise up out of the ashes and said, how can I be of service today? Instead of saying, why is everybody not serving me? Or why is not everybody not doing stuff for me? You got to say, what has God put inside of me for me to do for other people? I heard of a beautiful saying that says, no tree's fruit is for the tree. Right? The mango tree don't eat the mango fruit. The mango tree only benefits from the mango fruit when it falls on the ground and it decays and nobody picked it up. So the mango tree is not meant to feed the mango. The mango tree is, fed to, is to, meant to feed the people. So almost everything that bears fruit, its effects is not for itself. It's actually for the service of others. So therefore, the seed that God placed inside of you is actually to serve others. That's why it, it was conceived, but you got to, it was received, it was conceived, now you got to deliver it. Now, here's what's happening. 
instead of conceiving, instead of the conception of what God placed inside of you, instead of the watering and nurture of God, what God puts inside of you, most people, what they do is they conceal the seed. They put the seed on, 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 on concrete. It falls on rocky places, right? They let the, they let the thorns um, distract them from, from taking care of the seed. And what happens is whatever you don't use, you lose. So the master takes back the seed, right? So what, I, what I'm saying is, literally, God has in his, in his infinite wisdom to say, hey, I'm going to put seeds inside of you, but left dormant enough, it's actually going to lose the essence of the seed because you're not using it. So God is calling us to use our seeds, but we have to relinquish our ego in order to be of service because a lot of times, even the people you serve won't serve you, and you got to be okay with it. Let's comment this in the chat. The people I serve won't always serve me, and I have to be okay with it and do it anyways. You hear me? The people we serve won't serve us, and we got to be okay to do it. That's very difficult, right? There, I mean, the people you serve not only won't serve you, sometimes you will serve them. You will serve them. They, they will leave you. They will leave without, without blessing you at all and throw dirt on your name. Right? So we have to be okay with that. Are you okay with being okay that you are going to serve people that will cast stones on you the moment that you no longer are in alignment with their ego? Are you okay with, under, like, it's just like Coach Prime. Coach Prime served the people. He went to the HBCU, brought so much light to the HBCU. He empowered so many people, and he made a decision that whatever reason he made it best served him and his family and we never know what God's plan is. We never know what his plan is. And then now the people are now all of a sudden throwing dirt on his name after he served us. So the very same people that we serve, not only won't they serve you back, but once you are called for promotion, which is, which is, which is the last and final um, sermon of, of, this, of this series, um, once you are called for promotion, they're going to throw dirt on your name, not understanding what God was doing in your life. And you have to be okay with that. How can I be okay that I'm going to invest in people that will cast stones upon me? Do you understand that the work that you do, that you, you can do it and all of a sudden one thing happened and that all of a sudden you can be what they say canceled in the culture. Are you okay with relinquishing your ego to the matter that you're saying I'm willing to serve God? Look, in the last days, it was said that in the last days that, 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 that those who, who speak the name of the Lord will be stoned, right? Are you willing to let go of your ego to the point where you're willing to be stoned in order to build the temple of God? I mean, are you willing to do that? So this is what God is calling us to do. And we can't do it in fear. We can't do it without power. This is why we have to fast. This is why we have to eat healthy. This is why we have to live the holistic lifestyle. I am ready, I'm ready to take, let's write this down, I'm ready to take the stone thrown at me to build the staircase to get closer to God. I'm ready to, I'm ready to take the stone thrown at me to build the staircase to get closer to God. What do I mean by that? When you are doing the work of God, both sides will come against you. The same people you are here for, the same people you're supposed to give the message to, will probably still cast stones upon you. Now, I'm stuck in between a very, very deep place, right, where, where I'm finding my tribe here where there are 
people who believe who have Christ consciousness and believe that I should also live holistically. But then there are some people who 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 believe in Christ, but but they're they're very stuck in laws and culture that that they would cast stones upon me for talking about holistic wellness, right? So you might be a healer in the industry and you're like, man, I believe in, in, in Christ, but I also do this, right? You might have people throwing stones upon you, right? Just understand this. When Jesus came on earth, he was not cast, the stones thrown upon him was actually by the very people he came for. Now, now he found his disciples, of course, right? Jesus had many disciples besides the 12. However, it was the institution that he came to save that actually crucified him. And when he went to get judged, and I forgot, uh, I forgot the name of the, the, the person who judged him. Was, he was like, man, I don't see this man. He's blameless. Why should we? He, didn't, he's like, he, kept, he was pleading for it. Like, no, no. And then the people said, crucify him. Let go of, let, let the robber and the, let him go and crucify him. Right? So what you're doing that's for good, like you will live, you you have to be willing. How can you get in this mission? And, and, and the only way to do it is to let go of that ego. I am in my power now because I had to accept the fact that what I'm called to do is not meant to be easy. It's not meant to be for me, anyways. So relinquishing your ego is actually being willing to die so you can live forever. Right. So it's actually very difficult that what you're doing, it's a very difficult task. You're going to need fortification. That's why you're going to need fortification, not fornication, fortification. You're going to need to fortify yourself to be able to handle what's coming ahead. So that's why God is taking you in very small stages. So that's why God is not prospering you right away. That's why God is getting you day in, day out. That's why you might be disappointed when you're you in direct appointment with your dreams. Why? Because it's small building stages. It is, it is small building stages. These stages are going to be built in small because, look, look, you have to, you have to build in increments. Right? So this is, this is what it says. Wisdom is one of the major ways to, re, to relinquish your ego. And wisdom starts off slow and lasts longer. Wickedness starts off fast and crashes. Right? So now I, I understand why my journey is very slow in increments. Because God has to start me off slow because it's going to last longer. Let's write that down. Because I'm starting off slow, I'm going to last longer. Right? Because my integrity is being worked on, I'm going to be in alignment with what God has for me. Right? So Yahweh and his infinite wisdom understand that longevity must be cultivated over time. Longevity is not just here. Now, how many people you know got a lot of success but lost it because they didn't know how to handle the success? Right? I recognize that new levels mean new devils, but the more you go to the levels and increments, the more you are able to fight a demon and a demon and a demon and a demon before you can face that big devil, right? I am very aware of what lies ahead of me, and I don't even know what it is. But I know that it's going to be difficult, it's going to be hard, but I am relinquishing my ego to do it anyways. Right? That's how, that's how I operate. So every single day, I got to fortify my temple, 
I have to fortify my finances. I got to fortify my health. I got to fortify my mindset. I got to fortify my defense. I got to I got to build spiritual defense. So that's why I live holistically. This is why I breathe. This is why I wake up early and meditate. This is why I wake up early and pray. This is why I fast the last three months, every single month I have fasted. Now, for the next 12 months, I'm going to fast every single month. This is why I am putting more effort because I understand that I, there's going to be more resistance, right? The, the greater the anointing, the greater the, uh, the resistance, but the greater is the strength that comes out of it, right? The greater the anointing, the greater the resistance, but the greater is the strength that comes out of it, okay? So here's another thing. Your gift is not for you. It's for the deliverance of God's people, right? Your gifts is not for you. It's for the feeding of God's people. Your gifts is not for you. It's for the prosperity of God's people. So what we got to do is we have to relinquish our need for our gifts, for, for us to keep our gifts, right? So here's what I started to do that, that is now helping me prosper. I discovered that I just need to put my gift out. There was a point where I was like, man, I am putting my gift to people. Why, why are they not... Like, why are they not contributing to what I have going on? God said, just keep giving it to them. They won't be the one to contribute per se, but I will contribute, right? So the people you feed is not going to feed you, but just know that God's going to feed you for feeding them. So the trees feed us, but God feeds the trees. So the, the mango tree bears mango fruit, but God lets the rain down. You hear me? So, so you may be like, man, I, this person just walking down and saw a mango tree, climbed it and grabbed the mango, went down and, and ate. And he said, man, they didn't even do any cultivation of this mango. They don't deserve to eat the mango. Yeah, actually they did. Actually, that's why the mango tree was there. Right? So we have to do that. So here's what we have to do. So somebody just commented, and I really appreciate you for putting this. I'm going to read it. Somebody says, we are in a spiritual war and God is sending the chosen ones to help each other because we are one. 100%. Relinquishing our ego is understanding that since we are one and we are in spiritual battles, we are in deep, this spiritual attacks are coming on us as a collective, but it's manifesting as individuals. So the, the, the way that we fortify our temples is to come together in order to grow. That's why the word says, when many assemble in my name, great things can happen, right? So there's the strength in numbers. And since we are in spiritual warfare, we have to become spiritual soldiers, right? So my, my, my whole thing is holistic living is fortifying your temple to become a spiritual soldier so you can walk through spiritual warfare with spiritual tools, right? We can't walk into spiritual warfare with carnal tools expecting to win. Right? A lot of we're walking into spiritual warfare with carnal tools expecting to win the spiritual battle. Right? So God is saying one of the major ways you can win the battle is by learning how to eat healthily because that is one of the major ways you detox you detoxify your temple so I can reside into you. One of the major ways you can you can fortify your temple is to not just eat healthily, but it's to fast regularly because one of the major ways you get your strength is when you are when you are a conduit, that's clear. I was listening to Miles Monroe, and he talked about the idea of a pipe. And it's so deep because he says that when you fast, you clear the pipe so God can literally work through you. So a conduit 
serves is like a pipe, right? So literally inside of you is like a pipe. So basically clarity through fasting creates a connection to God. This is why most of the prophets and the sages, that's why Jesus fasted, but yet they were still tempted, right? So this is why fasting, you know, is like this new, like, okay, so there's this term that, that, that Christians use to say new age, right? So don't let, don't let people put tools that are spirit, like, since there's, there's something that people say new age spirituality, right? And I don't always agree with that statement because it almost, it almost mystifies everything that we can use. So here's what happens. Let's stop giving spiritual tool sets to everybody except for ourselves being afraid of it, claiming that it's of the devil. Let me give you an example. So somebody says new age spirituality and they put meditation in it. But then yet the word said, um, and he went to the mountain and meditated. I mean, like, did you not read that part? So that's becoming an issue because we're like, okay, that's new age, new age spirituality. Okay, great. I understand what you're saying. And I don't agree. I don't agree with every aspect of that, right? There's something I just don't, don't, don't rock with, right? But however, I totally believe that we need to meditate. I truly believe that we need to get in touch with how our body works. I truly believe that we need to get in touch with our chi and our energy, right? Because we're walking into spiritual battles with carnal weapons, right? So what we're doing is we are praying, but our our energies are not in alignment with our prayer. So our emotional states are not in line with our prayer. And we are misinformed. So I was watching live the other day for somebody. And, you know, literally they said the spirit of anxiety, right? It was talking about the spirit of anxiety. And I guess anxiety can be like a spirit. But however, there's a science to it. Like there's a, there's a science to reversing anxiety, right? There, there's a chemical blueprint of anxiety. We have to tap into that. We can't just say, well, it's a spirit. We need to pray anxiety away. No, we can't just pray anxiety away. We have to breathe anxiety away. We got to eat anxiety away. We, 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 have to, we have to heal anxiety away. And we got to do it from a psychological standpoint as much as we do it from a spiritual standpoint. It's not just, oh, I'm going to just pray and read my word and God's going to cast out the spirit of anxiety. But yet, you go to McDonald's, the thing that's inflaming you, causing anxiety. Or you think the same thoughts causing anxiety. Or you don't even know how to breathe correctly out of anxiety. Right? So what I'm saying is, we have to understand that we can't put stuff in boxes and not be in wise. So my purpose and mission is to, is to connect is to connect holistic living with spirituality in a way where we serve God and not the tools, right? So that's, that's where I'm at. So serving God and not the tools. Serving God and not the practices. Allowing our practices to raise our consciousness to serve God better, right? So giving homage to the Creator says, I'm not going to make what I do my God. I'm going to make what I do get closer to, help me get closer to God. So when I talk about like the moon and being in tune with the cycles of the moon, we never, I never talk about worshiping the moon. But if God put, if, if the cycles of the moon affect your cycles as a being and you keep going the same cycles, never really understanding what's going on with you, Bessie actually start to pay attention to how the moon operates. Bessie, you start to pay attention to that, right? Because that can help you get an alignment, right? So what I'm saying is, 
we don't praise the practices. We use the practices so we can get in a state where we can better praise God, right? We, 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 don't, make, we don't make healthy eating the way to salvation. We make healthy eating the way to clarity so that way we can get into You get what I'm saying? So we, we never make the thing the thing. We make, we make God the main thing. Right? We give homage to God. We don't, we, we, don't, we don't thank the universe. We don't pray to the universe, but we can be grateful and understand how it works. So, and then also, letting go of your ego also means just because you are in alignment with Christ consciousness does not mean that you can't be inclusive yet exclusive. Exclusive to your faith, inclusive to others, because we are all one. So judge, yes, lest ye be judged. I have a show called Unlimited Power. I'm going to interview people in all walks of faith. Why would I interview people in all walks of faith? Because I come in touch with people in all walks of faith. Right? So I'm not going to just say, okay, you believe in Christ, I'm going to interview you. you no, I want to see what is the wisdom do you have? What are the life experiences do you have? And look, God never came for the people who he, who he was already for him. He came for the people who was who didn't even, who was steered away, who was steered astray. So God told me the other day, okay, I need you to start your show back up, but we're going to do it very differently. We're, we're, about to, we're about to interview so many different types of people that you will never really, that, that, that's going to be inclusive. Why? Because there's exclusiveness and inclusiveness. That's the mixture, right? So basically, what does the, what does the church do? The church, what it does is, if, if you're not one of us, you're not one of us. But that's our ego speaking. Our spirit says we are one. There's only one of us. If you're not one of us, you're not one of us. There's only one of us. So therefore, if we understand we're all one, we don't judge people based on on the basis of, of oh, okay, this is what they believe, this is what they believe in. It does not mean that you literally, there are some rooms you don't need to be in all the time. There are some things you don't need to do with certain people, but you have to recognize the being, you have to love everybody, right? You can't, oh my goodness, you do that? Oh, I don't, I don't rock with that. Oh my, you do that? I don't rock with that, right? So I'm going to say something that might urge somebody, okay? So for me, I never resonate with tar tarot cards. I just never resonate with tarot cards. In fact, I don't want a tarot card reading, right? Because cause I, look, God give me my reading every day, baby. I just wake up and I'm like, flowing, baby. <laughs> I'm just like, I got my reading, baby. Right? I, I, have, I have that ability. I, read. I don't need a tarot card reading. But I'm not going to judge you if you do tarot cards. I'm not like, oh, wow, that's of the devil. You should, oh, you should be doing that. Well, you know, you don't know what spirits. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to be that light that that's going to love you. That's going to explain that to me. Let me understand what you're doing. What is that? And I'm, I'm actually going to talk. About, let's talk about it. In fact, I'm going to be interviewing people that, that I'm like, oh, yo, I can actually let me see where you're coming from with that. Like, let, let's talk about your life experiences. Right. Just because I don't I don't need a rock in it. Right? I don't need a card to tell me what God shouts inside of my spirit. Right. So, like I said. I'm not stuck on judging other people. I'm stuck on letting my ego go. So letting your ego go is not simply about getting in touch with God. Letting your ego go is also understanding that we're all one. So let's stop judging other people in their religions. Right? Let's stop judging people in their faith. Right? Because, because how can you claim to be like Christ, yet you judge everybody? 
right? How can you claim to be like Christ and you just like, mm, okay? So guess what? There are some things I don't rock with. There's some things I won't even participate in with discernment. But at the same time, I realize that spirituality does not necessarily mean that, okay, okay, because you're not like me, I can't be around you. Spirituality is, I will be around you and be like Christ, and you will wonder, where did this person get his anointing from? Just because you're not like me doesn't mean you need to be like me, but I will be around you and be like Christ, and you are going to wonder, where did this person get his anointing from? Like, man, I wonder, okay. Man, I need to learn about what you do. What, what are you doing daily, Ed? I, I want to know. I want to know. We want to be like that. So people, just they just want to inquire. They want to know, right? Because here's what's happening. Knowledge that both frees you can actually become... A, a, because here's what knowledge does. Knowledge can trick you to making, it your, to making knowledge your God, right? Knowledge can, can, can make it to making knowledge your God, right? So... What, I, what, I'm, what, what I'm saying is we want to be able to tap into that, okay? So one of the major reasons why I tap into knowledge is because it allows me to unveil the wisdom, right? Knowledge is one thing. And for instance, Josh's son, which I interviewed, he talked about the sun and he was talking about the Akashic Records, right? And then I, I, I kind of like made a, a connection. He was like, man... You know, the sun records, and when I think about it, the sun rises and it goes by each other. I'm like, well, that's very interesting, right? That's very interesting. And, and somebody says, well, he worshiped the sun. Well, he's talking about Akashic records and the sun and how it, I'm like, man, that's very deep. I really, I wonder, like, how, why did God create, like, God created the sun to govern the day. And then he literally watches each day. And Solomon said, there's no new, there's no new day un, like under the sun. It's like, I'm like, that's very interesting. God created the moon to govern the night and the dark nights of the soul. The moon governs the emotions. I'm like, that's very interesting, right? So instead of casting a stone, that movie cast the first stone, just seek to understand and understand it. I'm like, that's very deep, right? I, I Sometimes I look at the sun and I get the energy I sun gaze. But I never found myself saying, yo, thank you, sun, for this day. I never said thank you. When I look at the sun and sun gaze, I'd be like, man, thank God for the sun. Right? Because sometimes I look at the sun in amazement. The sunsets, the sunrises, the full moons. I love it. I love it. Right? I love it. Right? And, but I, I don't praise it. I don't worship it. Right? Because God in his creation creates creation to govern certain things. I seek to, to understand I seek to understand. I seek to discover, right? I seek, you know what I'm saying? So I'm going to hear, I'm going to hear, I'm going to listen to what you have going on, right? So, and then I'm going to speak my truth and unapologetic about it. So I truly believe that we can, we can be inclusive yet exclusive. I'm willing to hear where you're coming from. I'm willing to listen to you, but I don't need to do what you do if it doesn't resonate with me. I'm willing to listen to you and understand it and understand it, but I don't need to take part of it if I don't feel like it resonates with me. Because if my spirit leads me, then I need to be led by the spirit and less by my body. Okay? So, open up your mind. Don't close your mind. Right? The moment you close your mind, you close your mind. Okay? So, my teacher is not, is not a Christian. My teacher is not a Christian. My teacher is not a Christian. 
right? And I say, okay, first of all, my teacher is God, but Dr. Love has been one of my major teachers, right? He has taught me a whole lot of things, so I got to give homage to him, right? Right? So we have teachers, like he's like somebody I've been around for the last six years. He's a major, he plays a major role in my life, right? But he's not Christ believer, right? But there are people who don't give Christ the glory, but but they they he came and taught me stuff that I needed to teach Christ followers. So your teachers are not always going to be the pastor. Like what I, I what I'm teaching people now, if I wanted if I needed to go to the pastor to teach me it, I probably would never learn it. Like think about it. I probably would never learned it. But if I kept just looking at, oh, this is what, oh man, this is this is what this is, I'm like, okay, understood. Like, I, I'm like, I want to hear. Oh, what is that? Oh, that's interesting. That's interesting. And I was able to do it. So I've I've been able to learn stuff from people that did not have the same faith as me. Right? Yet, but there was a time though that I almost lost my faith to knowledge, but God had to pick me up out of that. This is what I mean. Don't let knowledge replace your faith because sometimes you get a whole lot of knowledge and then you logically try to convince something. You, not, you logically try to convince your spirit out of what you know to be true, right? And I got to say that that almost kind of like happened for me, right? So in, in my process of spirituality, I had to come back and say, oh, okay, okay, okay. I'm not going to let my knowledge replace my faith, right? I'm not going to let what I know um, make me dismantle what I've always known, right? So, so that's why, like, I've been so adamant about, I say God in almost all my videos now, right? And that's because I had a covenant with God one time. I'm sitting in the car and God's like, okay, um, I was like smoking weed. I was drinking alcohol. I was sleeping in my car. I was running my business at that point. I was in college. My life was not going too good. I was just sad, depressed. And God was like, man, I got great things to do through you, but I can't do it to you in that, through you in this state, but and I heard this voice right in my head, and it was my voice, but I kept doubting it. I kept saying, I'm going crazy. What's going on with me? I might just make, why am I making stuff up in my head right now? But I mean, I wasn't making stuff up. It was just like coming in my head. I have great things to do through you, but I can't do it through in the state that you're in, and you have to put my name on what you do. So so God gave me two things to shift for, my, for, me, for him to prosper me, right? Change my state, put him in my work. So I was like, okay, changing my state, put it on. Changing my state came a process. I call that the holistic lifestyle, changing my state. Putting God's name on what I do is what I'm doing now, right? Is what I'm doing now. There was a point where I talked about personal development, motivation, but I wouldn't mention God because I was afraid if I mentioned God, people would not want to rock with what I'm doing. So now I'm unapologetic about mentioning God and Jesus because that was the covenant, right? God state God state change your state put my name in it and I will prosper you I'll do great things through you so I was like okay God I got you right so relinquishing your ego is to let go of what you want and say what does God want it's funny there's just 33 people watching right now three people watching on Instagram so we have three 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 right and recently I've been seeing 33 so and I was scared of 33. I, have, I was very scared of 33 because I'm like, God, Jesus died at 33. 
And why I keep saying 33? God, are you trying to make me die at 33? I'm too young. I don't want to die at 33. <laughs> and the other day, God was like, man, stop being scared of 33. All right? So I'm showing you 33 for a reason. Because on the other side of that is expansion, growth, and advancement. Right? And this is my next sermon. Right? It's, it's weird using that word. Okay. Because <laughs> I never do sermon. Cause I'm not a preacher. I'm not a preacher. I'm a motivator. All right. So his his when I search online, it says it says Noah's name was mentioned several times in the Bible, but the thirty third time is when God made the covenant with him, and never again he would destroy the world with floods. When Abraham's name was mentioned in the scripture scriptures for the thirty third time, Isaac was born, and Isaac was promised the promised child, and at that time Abraham was ninety nine years old. Right. So, and then this says, in the book of Revelation, 33 represents God's judgment. And number 33 gets significant numbers of time times the number three. And, and the third is used. King David also reigned over the kingdom of Israel for 33 years. Jacob had 33 descendants from one of his two wives, Leah. And Christ performed 33 miracles. And then he died at the age of 33 as a fulfillment of the scriptures and promises. So... I discovered that 30p was not actually to bring fear into my heart. And once again, it's 333 again. 30p is not to bring fear in your heart, but to rejoice to know that you will transcend and impact people at your peak at this age. And it is not your end, but a rebirth of you. And that's why the next six years have to be received, conceived, and delivered in a timely fashion without holding back because you need to release or deliver all that I put in you. Right? You don't need to worry about what to do next or how to do next. Just be obedient and take the next step and the next step God places for you. Right? So, numbers. Right? So, those who say, well, numbers are not a thing. Well, numbers do have significance. What's the significance of 40? Right? What's the 40 years? 40 days and 40 nights. What's the significance of 33? What's the significance of these numbers? But do we worship numbers or do we let them kind of communicate to us? Do we wake up every day and be like, well, what's the number of the day? No. It's like, what, God, what do you want to do to me today? We don't do that. But if you keep saying a number, it may mean something, right? So there was a time point in my life where I was kind of like skeptic about some of these things. And then I started to see an alignment, right? So I'm a life path number seven, as they call it. So this is what I seek to learn these various knowledge and wisdom. You know why? Because I find that there's a strong connection. I find that numbers are very interesting, right? So this is why I've opened up my mind to different things. This is why I opened up my mind to different things. But everything goes back to God. So I've, 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 I've been in the process of relinquishing my ego because I understand that, that once you relinquish your ego, you tap in. So I, I'm, I'm interested, right? But however, I don't really focus on that. I don't really focus on that as much. I'm just interested to, to just learn. I'm just curious. I'm a curious mind. And I am, I am an Aquarius, right? So I'm like, that's very interested. Okay? So relinquishing your ego is not making yourself so separate that, from everybody that you can't connect with anybody. Right? Not making yourself so, so much better than everybody that, that, you, that, you, that, you can't better with, that you can't get better with people. Okay? That's relinquishing your ego. And a lot of people operate way too much of their ego and they just call it my faith. 
right? So they're like, man, you know what? I'm a Christian. I, I can't be. I'm a Christian. I can't talk to that person. I'm a Christian. I can like, yeah, you should be. That's the person you should be talking to. That's the person you should be. You should be sharing your testimony with. So we're, we're living in a different time time age where um, we, we have to operate a little bit different in, in this age, right? Because many will be many will be brought many will be many will be free through knowledge. Mm, that's a it's a word. 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 Just a word, like, like like the preachers be saying, this is a prophetic word. This is a prophetic word. <laughs> I don't be saying it, but the preachers be saying, this is a prophetic word. Men uh, will be free through knowledge, but salvation does not come through knowledge. Many will be free, and because they are free through knowledge, by that I mean, many are enslaved by for the lack of vision, many will perish, but also for the lack of knowledge, many perishes. So knowledge is going to uh, raise them up out of the ashes. By that I mean, they're going to learn certain things that's going to change and impact the quality of their life to the point where they're like, wow, I thank God I learned this knowledge. And because they're free through knowledge, they're going to make knowledge their God, and that's the issue, right? So because knowledge is going to free, like by that I mean, they're by knowing, they're going to make better decisions and through those better decisions, they're, they're going to focus on the knowing and never getting in touch with the with who provides the knowing. And, and my goal is, is converging the knowing with he who provides the knowing, right? And understanding that we have to give homage to the creator because our knowing, okay? So it, it, it's like, it's, it's new. It's, 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 it's very, it's very, very different, okay? So... One another thing is you have to understand that God's gonna call you to do something that other people won't understand. God's gonna call you to do something that other people won't comprehend, that other people won't always rock with, that people are going to judge you for. But you gotta keep doing it because this is not about you. Let's let's write this down in the chat real quick. This is not about me. Let's write this down in the chat real quick. This is not about me. This is not about me, right? This is about the kingdom of God, okay? This is not about me. This is about the kingdom of God. But in the process of, I will be taken care of, right? Um, my work is not about me, but my work is ministry. But in the process of it, I'm going to be very prosperous, right? So what I do as a motivational speaker is never really about me, right? But I'm going to be very wealthy because in order for me to do it with a clear mind and to travel around the world and reach millions of people, God has to prosper me. To have a certain amount of God energy, right? Somebody said, peace, God, right? How can I represent God and, and not necessarily have abundance? Jesus was not poor, right? I, I can't be like Christ and be poor. Right. If I'm going to be like Christ, I have to be wealthy. Right. I have to like just like Judas carried that bag of money around. Right. I, I hope I don't have a Judas carrying my bag of money around, but I got to be <laughs> I got to be carrying a bag of money around. Right. I have to have the ability that abundance as well. So guess what? This is not about you, but you will be taken care of in the process. OK. So 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 your, 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 your money is a byproduct of of your of your um. Your money is a byproduct of your obedience. Your money is a byproduct 
of, of your work. Your money is a byproduct of your ministry. Your money is going to be a byproduct of it. You're going to be taken care of because you're obedient. Okay? So, so I, I, I'm receiving all of the abundance. I'm receiving all of the wealth. And, and, and if somebody says, man, pass the collection plate. Yeah, I do. Listen, by the way, by the way, by the way, let, let's, let's keep it real here. I do have a collection plate, by the way. And I stopped doing this. I, in 2020, I used to do that. I used to be like, man, donate to this podcast. Let's do that right now. They do that in church, don't they? <laughs> hey, yeah, man, donate to this podcast, right? Because I give what I put out. So God told, there was a time where I, I withdrawed my, all my podcasts. I was like, take them all off. I was like, man, people need to pay for this stuff. And God was like, man, um, you, you didn't pay for it. I was like, touche, touche. <laughs> Like, I gave it to you, so you better give it to them. I didn't give you the fruit for you. You better give them that fruit of your tree. But but I'm gonna let y'all know, right? I got I got ways you can support me, right? One of the best ways to support me is to support yourself. If you want to help me prosper, right, so I can do this bigger, right, so I can reach more people, you can donate to my podcast, right? EdTalksDaily.com forward slash donate. You can cash app EdTalks. But better than any of those, here's what you can do. You can just buy a product from my shop, right? Buy some tea, buy some herbs, join the community. Support yourself with something that I have, and that's going to support what I have going on, right? Because at the end of the day, in order for me to do what I do at great heights, I need to have the financial backing, right? So like I just said, you do what you do, and God's going to provide, Right? At the same time, we got to support one another. So I'm going to just throw that in there unapologetically. Why not? Okay? A lot of people don't really like, like when you talk about money. But people don't understand that right now I could be working. <laughs> people really don't understand that right now. In fact, oh, snap. I got to go. I got to call with somebody. I got a coaching call. <laughs> yeah, I got to go. Yeah. Um, I just remembered I have to work. It's 12 o'clock. I, could, I have work to do, right? I have money to make, but I'm serving, okay? Because I'm more, more enthused by serving. But I, I appreciate y'all for tapping into this episode of Ed Talks Daily. I'll be back here to, to talk about the second subject, um, which is about expansion, growth, and advancement, right? So today was about relinquishing your ego, tapping into the divine mission of God, and doing what God placed you to do. Tomorrow is going to be about expansion, growth, and advancement, right? Tomorrow is going to be about expansion, growth and advancement i want to remind everybody tapping into this that you have the unlimited power to achieve whatever it is that you want to do that that god has a purpose for your life but you have to flow with the purpose but until you believe it the world forever miss all your talents all your gifts and all the great things that you have to offer so remember 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 let your light shine don't hide it don't dim it it's the holistic motivator and I want to appreciate it. I appreciate everybody for tapping in, for commenting, for sending me roses. Shout out to Joey. Shout out to everybody who gifted me. Shout out to people who commented, shared on this video. Shout out to people who listen to the podcast continuously. One love, one love. If I didn't reply to your comment, just know that I'm just flowing. I'm just flowing. I see your comment and others see it too. It's just that I have to flow, I have to flow, I have to flow because I got a word. Um, just know that I appreciate you for commenting and I, and I appreciate you. Just keep commenting it, you know? Don't stop. So one love to everybody tapping in. And once again, go to Apple Podcasts or Spotify and subscribe to the podcast, edtalksdaily.com. And um, Ed Talks Daily Holistic Lifestyle and Motivation is the podcast name. Or go to edtalksdaily.com and the hub, you'll be able to tap into everything. 
and you'll see more of the things that I have going on. And you could always just click the link in my bio if you didn't get any of that. So once again, stay blessed, stay in your power, and I'm going to see you next time. Peace.